Welcome to 321 Liftoff. My name is Wayne Belden, and I'm the president of Belden Communications, publisher of the Space Coast Fun Guide and SpaceCoastFunGuide.com. And we'll be bringing you 321 Liftoff every week, talking about tourism in Florida's fabulous Space Coast. With me are your hosts, Pete Lynch, known as Promo Pete, the Director of Business Development for the Space Coast Fun Guide and SpaceCoastFunGuide.com, and Bonnie King, former Deputy Director of the Space Coast Office of Tourism, as well as past President of the Florida Film Commission. Pete, Bonnie, we are thrilled to have you both as co-hosts of 321 Liftoff. Right, welcome everybody back to the next edition of 321 Liftoff. We are talking tourism here on the Space Coast and everything fun to do here. We have a very special guest today. We are welcoming Peter Cranis, the executive director of the Space Coast Office of Tourism. It's going to be a great show. Uh, before we introduce him, let me introduce my co-host, Bonnie King. How are you doing today, Bonnie? Excellent. Excited about today. All right, excellent. And we also have Wayne Belden, the founder of Belden Communications. How are we doing, Wayne? Excellent. I can't wait to hear all the exciting things that Peter's going to tell us. All right, it's going to be a great show. Also joining us, John Belden, the vice president of Belden Communications. John, how are we doing this morning? Fantastic. Good morning. Glad to be here. All right. All right, let's go back to Bonnie here, and Bonnie's going to introduce Peter, and we're going, to talk, we're going to have a great show today and learn everything about tourism in our area. I'm super excited. Well, we do have a special guest today, and uh, the executive director of the Space Coast Office of Tourism, who has the big job and the big privilege of promoting the Space Coast on a national and international level. Lots of activity going on, and he's here today. John, thank you for coming. First oh, absolutely. Off. And we look forward to hearing how you and your staff are now promoting the Space Coast and what's going on in your office. So. Tell us about your role in tourism and, and what you guys are doing. Sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's, it's nice to be here and be with everybody. And, uh, you know, we're looking, looking forward to talking a little bit about uh, everything going on in tourism in, in Brevard. I mean, it's, it's an amazing place. Uh, it's a fantastic destination. We have a lot to promote. Um, you know, we're very fortunate uh, living here because we have so much in terms of assets. And, and I think we have a great competitive advantage, frankly, over any other beach destination in Florida. You know, we are uh, 72 miles of beach and, you know, we'll go through some of the, some of the assets that we have and some of the things that we're talking about in our marketing. But um, this is really an incredible destination and I'm very privileged to, to be in the role that I'm in uh, heading up the, the tourism de development office for the county. Um, real quickly, if I can, I, I'd like to just give a little bit about our office, who we are and how we operate. Cause I don't know if a lot of people really understand how we're structured. Um, the, the tourism development office, we're also known as the space coast office of tourism. Um, we are a department of Brevard County government. So we're actually part of the government. Um, we are, uh, directed by state statute, and county ordinance in terms of our, our budget and how we get our funding. Um, we uh, receive 5% in the Brevard County, there's a 5% tourist development tax, TDT. And that tax is on all short-term rentals. So it's anything six months or less. It could be a hotel, motel, campground, RV park, vacation rental home, condo, 
Anything like that that's being rented on a short term, the tax collector collects 5% of that, and then we get, um, we get that uh, into our budget. And then that budget is directed by the county ordinance. It's split up into buckets. Um, there's, about, uh, there's about eight or 10 buckets that we have, one of which is advertising and promotions. Uh, that accounts for about 45% of those funds. And then... Um, uh, then we have other funds, for instance, capital facilities, so where we invest in some capital projects around the county. Uh, beach. Beach uh, renourishment. Beach renourishment is critical. I mean, the number one reason people come to Brevard County, uh, Space Coast, is the beach. And we've got to keep those beaches uh, well um, nourished as well as with sand, but also, more importantly, protect the, the buildings and the structures along the beach. So uh, about 25% of the funds go into uh, beach renourishment all up and down the county. And we're very also very fortunate here because we have a relationship with the Army Corps of Engineers. And so most of the expenses for that fall to the federal government, but we also are asked to, to have a, a share of that. And, um, and then we also get money from the state of Florida. So uh, not one local dollar uh, from residents goes to keeping those beaches as beautiful as they are. And um, so not a lot of people know that. I mean, that's a fantastic fact. I mean, not one local penny goes to that. That's It's all tourist taxes, federal government, and state of Florida funding. So um, that's, a, that's a great amenity for us. I mean, we have 72 miles of beautiful beaches. That's why we have them here is because we, we spend uh, millions uh, sometimes, yes, and, and if we didn't have those beautiful beaches, if we didn't have those clean areas to go to, then we wouldn't have all these people coming over and enjoying. Not only, yeah, we wouldn't have tourism, and you know, exactly. people would go somewhere else. Um, and then even even more, uh, the buildings and the houses and the people, the condos that are all along the beachside, because of erosion, natural erosion. You know, we get we get storms, we get hurricanes, we get uh, tidal. Uh, uh, um, erosion, all of those things um, would really, you know, damage uh, a lot of the a lot of the infrastructure. So it's it's not just about the tourism. Of course, that's for me. That's an important factor. It's one of the most important factors. But um, but beyond that, it's it's really about having a great habitat for um, for the animals for sea turtle nesting. Yes. We're Beautiful. one of the top areas in the world for sea turtle nesting. That's because we renourish the beaches. That's because we have a beach that, that turtles can, can actually can come, come and nest on. year after year. I, exactly. I, I love how well the, the, both the visitors and the residents here, they, they just everybody has that understanding that, that it's a beautiful thing, the nature, not to, to mess with the turtles, so to speak, let them do what it is that they do. And it's, it's a beautiful, I mean, it really is. You got, like you say, 72 miles of this beach. You know, and, and, and speaking of the beaches, when people, they say, oh, you're, you're promoting the space, you're, you're, you're Cocoa Beach, Melbourne Beach area, you got beach, they're going to come to you anyway. That, you are, <laughs> you are very competitive. When you look at what Florida, people in Florida are competing for oh, your absolutely. business. I mean, it's a very competitive environment in the state of Florida. I mean, we're, we, you know, obviously we're not the only beach. There's beautiful beaches all over from the Panhandle down to the West Coast, the Gulf Coast, uh, all the way down, you know, uh, south of us. Uh, you're talking about Palm Beach and Miami and Lauderdale. I mean, there's, 
there's so many great brands in the state of Florida. And, um, you know, one of the things that I, I, I'm very involved in the state organization. So the Florida Association of Destinations and Visit Florida, which is the big state uh, uh, tourism board that promotes us. Um, when I go to those meetings, I look around the table and every one of those people are, are my competitors. Uh, and, you know, we work well together because we're all Floridians and we all want Florida to benefit. But, uh, by gosh, I want to get our share for, for the Space Coast. Yeah, and absolutely. We appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and so doing that, I mean, going back to who, who we are in our office, not only are we, we responsible for promoting the area and, and managing these funds that, that come in, and I'll talk a little bit about the money in a second, um, you know, we are uh, really beholden to all of the businesses here in the Space Coast and making sure that we promote everyone. Um, you know, so we're, our website is, is a website, visitspacecoast.com. is very open. Uh, anybody that's a tourism business is allowed to be on there. Um, of course, we have criteria and rules and all of that. But, I mean, we, we try to promote everybody uh, in the county. And, uh, it, you know, it, it's, it's critical for all of us. I mean, we're talking about, you know, almost 30,000 jobs, uh, it's nearly a two and a half billion dollar economic impact uh, when you take into account visitor spending, what visitors spend when they come here, um, and then uh, and then when you look at the wages earned by the employees, it's about two and a half billion dollars. So it's a huge a economic driver. We're the fourth largest employer tourism is in the county, and um, so you know when you talk about uh, financial, our budget. Um, when we started this year, before uh, before a little pandemic began, uh, you know, we were at sixteen and a half million. Um, now we're reprojecting probably closer to about eleven is what we think is going to happen. It's a, it's a, going to be a significant drop. Um, and of the two and a half billion that I mentioned, I mean, if we lose thirty to forty percent of that because of COVID. That could be a billion-dollar impact. So what we do is now more critical than ever. You know, what we do to promote our area, what we do to bring business back is going to mean businesses can stay open. They can start hiring back again. So, you know, I, I feel the weight of that, frankly. I mean, our office does. Everybody in our office is working very, very hard because they know that what we do is going to impact people's lives and um, well, this is the opportunity that we have right now talking to the visitor to yep. say that we are open for business. This is what is happening in our area. And we are in the unique position of being in the central area. So we have a drive market that is really, really good. Perfect. Yeah, we're it's- perfectly located. I mean, uh, you know, we couldn't be in a better um, position, in my opinion, um, from a recovery perspective. And we'll talk a little bit about what we're doing with that. Um you know, first of all, uh, when you look uh, around the state and, and where things were impacted, much more impacted in the south part of the state. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, we've taken the approach that we are going to get back into marketing. Um, when you look, let's just kind of rewind it for a second. If, we, if it's okay, I mean, it's your show, but I, I'd, I'd, love to, I'd love to talk a little bit about where, we, where we've been so we can kind of set up where we're going. Um, you know, March, really everything hit, right? So middle of March, um, the, the governor uh, put out a stay-at-home order. Um, he put a restriction on vacation rentals. Um, and then the county commission came in and said, you know, we're going to put a hold on any tourism into the hotel motel 
side of the business. And so that was the latter part of March, all of April, and then leading up to uh, Memorial Day weekend in, in May. Uh, by Memorial Day weekend, we were reopened both in terms of vacation rentals and, and the hotels. And so that was that was huge. That was a huge timing for us to have that. And then right after that, we had return to human space flight. And we perfect got two, and, you know, it was perfect timing. And we got two bites at that apple because if you recall, Wednesday yep. got scrubbed. So yeah, we had right. all these people come for Wednesday. And then a lot of people just stayed and extended. And then even more people came on that Saturday when we finally were able to see the launch and see uh, humans back in the space from, from American soil, American it rocket. It was a very big event. It was a huge event. Did Ameri- you have anything to do with the scrubbing? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just, you know, I had my prayers into the weather gods, you know, but uh, uh, I was, I was, you know, I wanted the astronauts to to do their thing, but obviously it played into into our uh, our uh, benefit in terms of it mo- shifting and over to the to the weekend. You it know, it worked so. out, and all those people got to hang out for several more days and explore all the different things, the beautiful things that we do have in the Space Coast. So I'm sure everybody seemed to be very very happy and excited to be here. And the ones that couldn't make it on that day were going, "Oh, I'm so glad because yeah, now yeah. I can come." Saturday, yeah, a lot more, I mean, a lot yeah. more yeah. Time. Added. On a weekend. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, we we estimate probably two hundred thousand people came. Um, you know, a good portion of those people stayed in a hotel. Uh, we were bi- we were booked um, that weekend. In fact, the the company that tracks hotel uh, occupancy and booking, STR, we call it Star, um, put out in their in their national newsletter that Melbourne and Cocoa Beach were among the most the highest occupancy for that weekend across the country. So. That's we really, you know, yeah, it was great. I mean, and we've really, so we've really led um, the the recovery, if you will, from that point of view. Well, now we're in June, right? And we're heading into summer. Uh, we're in our summer months and, and summer is a big season for us. So, um, you know, th- that's that's why now is the timing for us to get back into marketing, back into the marketplace. But, um, but before we started, um, about two weeks ago, before we started actually uh, launching our paid advertising campaign, one thing that we realized was there's a lot of restaurants, there's a lot of properties, businesses that had not completely reopened. And so now that we're in phase two with the governor's phase two, which opens up restaurants to 50% occupancy, a lot of these, you know, a lot more of these restaurants are starting to open. We got to keep them open. So we uh, started a local campaign within the county, which is very unusual for us because normally we just, you know, the only things that we do is outside the county trying to drive business in. But we knew that if we didn't do something in terms of uh, in terms of trying to keep these businesses open and getting the people rehired and all of those things that go with it, um, you know, it would be tough to have a, a tourism message. So we we launched something called Relaunch Space Coast, um, and uh, and we pushed that out through um, various partners that we have. We work with um, companies like Space Coast Daily, uh, uh, Spectrum. Um, Clear Channel, Outdoor, iHeartRadio, all of these companies that are media companies, they donated uh, airtime and space so that we could put this message out just within the county. So that's been going on for a couple of weeks now. And so you'll see it as you go around town or if you're listening to the radio or if you're on, you know, if you're on uh, cable or whatever, or you read Space Coast Daily, those, those messages are out there like, hey, get out there, go, you know, eat at a restaurant, go shop at a, a local business. 
Um, and so th- even staycations. They're saying if you want to get away and have a vacation, do it in your own backyard. But Absolutely. The vi- so the visitor that may be wanting to come visit us, maybe they're in the drive market and they'd like to come to the Space Coast, they can go to your site, visit spacecoast.com, right. and they can see everything that's, they see everything that's open, they see everything that they can do. Right, exactly. Okay, so. Yeah, and, and so that, you know, but anyway, that, so that campaign was sort of the lead in. And now we just this week, we just launched our paid media campaign. And so we're running advertising. It's television, radio, uh, um, billboards, of course, a lot of digital advertising. We do a lot of advertising with Facebook and Instagram and Google. You know, everybody's on Google. I mean, the the world Googles everything. So you got to be on Google. Um, So we're we're, all of that. And it's running from Palm uh, from Jacksonville down to Palm Beach. Um, and then from Orlando over to Tampa. So it's kind of that big Great. T. It's about a 150-mile radius of a drive market. We're talking about five or six million people. I say, that's a lot of people. In that a lot of people market. live in that, you know, the I-4 corridor and the I-95 corridor. Um, and so, uh, you know, it's a huge audience. Uh, we believe that's the audience that's going to want to travel, and we believe that they want um, what we have. You know, they want the beach experience. They want those outdoor experiences, um, they want to eat, you know, they, they want to have great <laughs> dining options, you know, and I think we have, we have that in spades. And so we're, you know, we're, uh, like I said, I think we're really well positioned. Um, I don't know if we have, uh, the, some of the, um, radio spots or anything that we, that we are running, but if we have it later, we can play it for you. Um, but you know, I, the, the messaging is basically one, we're welcoming people back. You know, we want to see you back. We missed you uh, because people weren't traveling over the last three or four months. Um, And then we have space for you. You know, we have wide open beaches. We have, you know, waterways. We have the zoo where you can be outdoors. We have these outdoor experiences that are not, you know, sort of confining people. And uh, and people want to be with their families, but they want to be able to be socially distanced, and they want to know that the hotels and the restaurants are doing the right thing and following cleaning protocols, which they certainly are here. Um, so so our advertising, both in terms of the visuals and the messages, shows all that, and and shows that hey, we're a great place to come because we're safe, and and we have lots of space, and we got all kinds of fun things to do. And by the way, there's a few rockets every once in a while right. that go up that are pretty. Pretty, pretty I, I love that message, especially, you know, we have space for you. So you're, you got space in there. Plus, they're, you know, make it, you're saying that we have room for everybody. But we do have that commercial. So okay. let's, let's go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll play that commercial for everybody so they hear it. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about that right after we play it. Welcome back to Florida Space Coast. We've missed you. Come back to carefree moments where you can unwind and make family memories. With 72 miles of coastline, secluded beaches, and endless nature trails, you're bound to discover what your soul has been searching for. Relax and let the waves wash away your worries. Florida Space Coast, there's space for you here. Go to visitspacecoast.com slash space for you and explore your space. Well, that was great. Talk like about a great re- message. I, I like I am, the relax your soul. That's- I am good right now. Yeah. <laughs> Relaxed. It's the safe coast on the space coast. I like it. Ooh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> very nice. Very, good. very nice. You guys should be in marketing. You like that? Yeah, just a couple, couple but of But yeah, like we said, we, we really do. That's a great message. Right. Uh, you know, we have space for you. There's room here, guys. 72 miles of beach. 
And we've talked about the beaches, but 72 miles, there's, and they're all different. They you are. Know, it's weird. They? Like even in Cocoa Beach, and we had discussed this previously that, you know, depending on where you go, you get a different vibe. So right. when you come here, if you were here for a week, you could hit a different beach every day. Yeah. Yep. And you're going to get a different experience. That's what's really cool about our area. It is. Even it just is. straight in Cocoa Beach, you know, it's different. Right. And, and, and I love that. Like we're here in Titusville today at the uh, Titusville Chamber recording the show and Play Linda Beach, which is up here. Beautiful, it's beautiful completely beach. Completely different too, you know, yeah. and, and you know, it's just great. Everything great about the beach picking, is great. Right. <laughs> picking up the shells and everything. I mean, yeah, it, it is. And talk about bringing Atlantic. home a souvenir. If you're on vacation and you want to, you know, bring something home, you bring a shell from the beach and you, you can find everything. And it's, it's so great. Yeah. And it's funny talking to locals, you know, I've, I grew up here and then I lived in Cape Canaveral for about 10 years and now I'm living back in Cocoa Beach. I, I really missed the beach. I'd moved to Melbourne and I missed, you know, uh, being by the, by the beach side and the river. And so we moved back to Cocoa Beach about uh, three or four months ago, right before all the craziness started. And, uh, you know, I get to walk to the beach now, so I'm pretty spoiled. Awesome. But, um, but you're right. I mean, everybody has a favorite beach. They have a favorite experience. Um, and you talk about, like, just let's just go. If you, can we go down the right. coast real quick? Like Playlinda, right? That's a federal it's a national park. It's run by the National Park Service. You pay, you know, I can't remember if it's like $15 to get in and you get, you get to park there all day. There's all kinds of different um, beach experiences there that you can, you can go to. There's got restrooms and, and all the amenities, but it's very, it's very secluded. I it mean, really it's, for a family, that's a great one. When I first moved here with my wife and, and my child, now I've got two children, chance, but um, that was where the first beach we went to. Right. And, and growing up north of here, where beaches were a lot more crowded and, and congested, and coming here, I said, okay, as a family, this is great because it is. It's, a, it's, it's less congested. Right. And it's beautiful sand and the water, and it's just open, clean air, and it's just relaxing. You almost feel like you're on an island when yes. you're up there because just no, there's nothing else around you, you know. There's no condos that are built up No, there. there's no, no yeah, nothing. it's all it's all federally protected You can land see the and, launch pads. And you can I see think, the launch I mean, pads really down on the here, south, right? southern part there. You can actually walk right up and look at the, the yeah. launch pad. You can't get too far, but right. you can go pretty close where you can see them. And you know, and then you think about okay, then go south, and then you have Jetty Park, uh, which is run by the port. Right. Port Canaveral uh, actually operates it. Same type of thing. It's a it's a park. They've got all kinds of. They got a fishing pier. Um, they have great beaches up there. You can walk down to Cape Canaveral. Um, campground. They have a campground. They have a campground there. I mean, it's just Restaurant. that's an amazing experience. That's great. You can watch all the cruise ships go yeah. by when when that's going on. That's right? that's always. It's yeah. also a good place to ro- watch launches because you can you know oh, yeah, you can see the launches really well because of the way the the park kind of juts out into the ocean, so you get a, a nice view of uh, looking looking northward to the space center. Um, and then you go further and you talk about Cocoa Beach and Cocoa Beach is so great because they've got a lot of public beaches, a lot of, a lot of very, uh, open beach access. You've got, um, you know, uh, Shepherd Park, Allen Shepherd Park. You've got Lori Wilson Park. I mean, you've got some really big, uh, parking areas that you can walk down to. And then you go South and they just built a, a huge parking garage, yes. uh, right on Minuteman Causeway. Yep. Which walk, you know, de- literally dead ends into the beach. You can almost practically, you know, drive right into the beach if you wanted to. Um, not allowed but to, but you, yeah, yeah, you can't do it. But uh, but you could. And then and then you've got the great restaurants right there and bars and you know the nice little entertainment nightlife uh, nightlife there. Um, you know, so that's. 
that's an amazing experience. And then you have Patrick Air Force Base, which a lot of people don't know this, but Patrick maintains their beaches. There's about four wow, beach areas. They're responsible for maintaining their beach. They, the reason they do that is because, A, they want to re- protect the land that the, Air, that the Air Force Station sits on, which is soon going to be Space Force. That's right. right? Yes, that's um, awesome. They're changing it from Patrick Air Force Base to Patrick Space Force Base. But they oh. they take care of all of that. And those are open to the public. They leave it open um, year round and you can go there. And again, another area where it's good for surfing. It's good for uh, um, just, you know, laying out, you know, very kind of pristine. There's not a lot of people typically. That's our secret beach. Is that right? Okay. Wow. Sorry. We gave your secret away. (laughs) We just come straight down Pinita, make a left and it's right there. It's easy access to get to. Right. It's beautiful. Yep. Um, you know, yeah, again, a lot of people don't know it because it's right across the street from the Air Force Base. So people are like, oh, can I, am I allowed to park right, here? Well, right. Yeah, you can. Anybody can go park there. You it's don't need too it. beautiful not to share with everybody. So yeah. I won't keep that to myself. <laughs> but next week, that, really, that really is a great beach. You'll too. see Peter next week on a surfboard. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you go south from there and you got satellite. Uh, you know, going to satellite, you get an Indian, Indian Harbor Beach, Indian Atlantic, Melbourne Beach, all those beaches there, which are all great beach communities. Right. Um, um, you know, depending on which one you go, you got Canova where you can bring dogs. Uh, it's, a, it's actually, a, you know, most of our beaches you're not allowed to bring dogs on, but that yeah. one you're allowed to. So that's a good one for people who are pet owners and wanting to travel here. They should know about that. Um, and then you go further south, south of Melbourne Beach, you got Spessard Holland there. Um, and then you've got the Archie Carr um, uh, Wildlife Refuge, which wow. is a federally protected lands. Um, Another one of those beaches that's relatively pristine. There's some condos out there, some houses, but not a lot. And uh, and the beach is a little narrower. It's not as quite as wide as up in Cocoa Beach, but that's where a lot of the turtles nest. So there's yeah. huge turtle nesting down in that area. So if you're ever some, you know want to do a turtle walk, that's something that you can do. You can sign up and they'll take you out. Uh, you have special flashlights and you can go walk on the beach and find turtles, uh, turtle uh, um, yes. eggs that are that are nested there. Um, and then you go f- uh, further south in the very south end of the county, you got Sebastian Inlet, which is the famous surfing inlet. That's everybody knows it for surfing, but it's also a great, they've got a fishing pier. You can access both the river and the beach side. Um, so, I mean, you, boy, you think about that. God, we have more diversity in terms of beach than any, any county that I'm aware of in the state. Yeah, you, we, you just said it perfectly. Everywhere. I have to say, I mean, you really led us down that road. I like that. <laughs> and you know what? You could picture it as as he's saying. Absolutely, like, yeah, driving with you, and yeah, the beaches are a major attraction here in the Space Coast, which is why we protect them the way that we do. It's yeah. The, make- the other big area that we you know is nature. Let's talk about nature sure. in the sense that this area is full of nature activities and and land. So you are promoting nature as well. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. We talk about, I, I, I like to talk about the pillars uh, of, of content. So it's a, that's a marketing term, but, you know, for everybody out there, it's basically these are the things that we like to talk about when we, when we talk about the Space Coast. Beaches is, num- you know, one of the top ones, obviously, number one. Space is a big one, and we can talk a little bit about that. Um, and cruising. 
uh, which you know, obviously, you know, we've we've got some issues with the cruise industry right now. We're gonna talk. We can talk about that in a little bit and what they're doing to get back to business. But historically, that's a big thing for our area. Very it's, big. It's, it's a great thing, and it, and it, it will it, be it again. Will, it, it will be. Will be. Back. It, it will be again. And then nature. You know, so you mentioned nature. So nature breaks down into so many different things. I mean, there's there <clears throat> sporting activities. I mean, you can in the on the river, you can go kiteboarding. You can go. Uh, stand kayaking, up paddle kayaking paddleboarding um, it is you know, neat to see that kiteboarding thing I still oh that like, thing that is so I don't I don't want to do it but I just like the I'd like to just go up there on on the causeway in Cocoa and Beach them. and just if watch it if you guys it. haven't seen that these guys or and ladies whatever they they're on these boards, and then all of a sudden they're 30 feet in the air because they, they catch some air. It's really cool to watch. It's amazing. They're propelled by these kites, and, yeah. and, uh, and they just, uh, they, they're, they're, they're very skilled. Let's just put it that Absolutely. way. It's not, not right. something I, I would do, but you could learn to do it, actually. I mean, you can take lessons. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of companies that'll teach you how to surf. They'll teach you how to, how to kiteboard. They'll teach you how to do the stand-up paddleboarding. Um, there's tons of kayak tours all over, and the, and the nature that you get to see you get up close in the river, particularly with manatees, mm-hmm. um, with with uh, with the river dolphin, um, which are a little different than the the dolphin that you find out in the ocean. Um, they're a little smaller, but they're they're so adorable. And the, you know, a lot of times they'll just you know breach right in front of you. Yeah. Very common to happen. And they've got all the all the mangrove islands in the in Beautiful. you know the northern part of the county that you can kind of explore. Um, bioluminescent. Uh, bioluminescence is amazing. I don't know if anybody's done that yet, oh, but it's we're uh, yeah, actually that season's coming up. It's, we're yeah, in yeah, a season. Yeah. We're actually they're already starting now okay. um, in certain areas, but um, it'll it'll be everywhere. But it, what it is is in the river. Uh, you go at night, and then when your paddle hits the water, it hits these uh, phytoplankton or or amoebas or whatever's in right. there and, and they light up and it's, uh, it's kind of how they react to to uh, the touch of the paddle and so you're you're paddling along and all of a sudden you see all these lights uh, shining because everybody around you who's also paddling is creating these these uh, these bioluminescence it's it's beautiful um, I did in fact I did that for my birthday last year that was my birthday oh, present awesome. to yeah, myself awesome. you know yeah. to go out there and uh, I got to tell you a funny story about that manatee sleep in the water, obviously they live. They live in the water, sleep in the water, and they sleep relatively close to the islands. And if you get too close to an island, the worst thing, you, the thing you don't want to do, because these are big animals. <laughs> I mean, these are five, six hundred pound creatures, uh, is accidentally run into a manatee while they're sleeping because it wakes them up and then they go they go crazy like they just really? they start splashing and they you know because they get they get you know just like if somebody came along sure, yeah. you were sleeping somebody be somebody up. bumped yeah. you you know you would go you know you get Flailing. mad well they call it the they call it the manatee rodeo cuz when you're in a kayak <laughs> and you hit a manatee they start jumping up and down and splashing everywhere oh, and the wow. kayak goes everywhere and, and you're you basically you're just you just yeah you just yeah. hold on for dear life until they stop can seconds? you make it 8 seconds yeah, is that, yeah is that the exactly goal, right? exactly eight and that seconds. was that was my so of course i and the Hate one in the group of uh, my whole group of people, I'm the idiot who runs into the manatee. Maybe they just send the birthday boy out. Yeah, you know? maybe, maybe that's what they say. Thing, hey, right? go over there and you know. He's so the I, rookie. So I found the Amazing. I found the manatee. I, I rode the the manatee rodeo and I I survived. Um, and uh, got soaking wet, but it was all fun. And, and But it's amazing. It's an amazing experience out there. They, they talk about bioluminescence worldwide to come to our area. They do, because right. It really is amazing. If you haven't done that, 
please, you know, consider one of the kayak tour companies that are around here because yep. that is awesome. And another one, you know, thinking about uh, that is uh, where you can get very close to to animals and to nature is uh, is with the airboats. Uh, there's a oh, number yeah. of airboat yep. providers here. Um, you know, Lone Cabbage. You've got uh, down on 192. There's a airboat rides at Midway over here. Uh, yeah, over yeah. here. I mean, they're Camp all up Polly. and down. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there's all, all up and down the coast. There's there's airboat rides. And I did that. Um, I've done it before, but I did it about six, eight months ago. And, um, you know, you get close to gators. You get, oh, you know, you awesome. see all kinds of fish. Um, you know, it, it's, it's really cool. And, and because they can glide into areas where there's a lot of grass where you wouldn't normally be able to take a boat, you can get in very, very close to these creatures. And it's, um, but you're safe because you're kind of up on the boat. Yeah. Uh, you sit high in a seat. Um, it's a very safe experience, but it's uh, it's very cool. And and then when they open up those airboat, when they start going, oh, they can really That's fly. Fun. Those oh, things yeah. are they're they're powered by these giant jet fans, and they can just uh, really go fast. Those tour operators, they grew up. A lot of them grew up on these on these waters, and so they they know the ins and outs and where to go. And, and oh you, yeah, you do. You see nature up close. Yep. Uh, they the know where alli- those gators hang they out. Oh, yeah. they, 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 they they're they're like to Florida, you want to see an alligator, right? I mean, that's yeah. not something that's. They the want to see a game. Yeah, you can absolutely. hold you can hold baby ones on some of these and yeah. some of these are partners here. Um, and and we actually uh, shameless plug we have coupons uh, for these airboat rides in Space Coast Fun Guy. Okay, perfect. So perfect. absolutely, yeah. when visitors come here, check that out because that's uh, you know the best one of the best ways to experience Florida is a, is an airboat ride. It's hey, it's fantastic. Yeah, it is, and talking about gators, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, I guess there's a gator. Um, there, there's something called the Key Lime Pie Company Sweetie. in Cocoa Beach, and Sweetie the Gator Sweetie. has gone viral, I guess, because it, basically the guy just picked up the Gator on the on YouTube and carried it into the store, and everybody just you know the way the Gator was holding onto them, it was so cute, and I think everybody oh, wow. just, I mean they've they've gotten I, I don't know over I, I, probably over a million hits. I think now. it's over forty million. Oh my gosh! So, <laughs> wow, I haven't seen uh, uh, that. Yeah. Don't try that at home. Yeah. No, no, Sweetie's mouth was taped. I'm sure. Yeah. Along with the title chamber here last week we went and did a hundred ribbon cuttings they're going to put together a viral video saying all these businesses are back open and we went to jungle adventures uh-huh. um, and sweetie was there oh wow so sweetie and his owner are, are at jungle adventures a lot of the times they go down to the key lime pay factory for pictures and sweetie's on tour we were there the day after that video hit and at that day they had 20 million which is funny because my daughter was watching this thing on tiktok and she's like dad check this out and then this, the same day i'm like over there and i'm seeing this gator very famous. They say the world's most famous alligator now. Right. Uh, and, that, and that video is only increasing in popularity. It's yeah. been covered by all kinds of news outlets. Sure. And, and um, you can come right here and see it. You can right come in right our here backyard. And see another great it. reason. Absolutely. And then, uh, I, don't mean, I don't know if you guys are fishermen, but if you want to talk about I fishing, <laughs> I mean, I you know, we have the best of both worlds, right? We have fresh water, we have salt water, we have probably among the best bass fishing in the state. Um, you, I mean, there. I can't even name all the different kinds of fish you can catch. I mean, there's just so there's so many, but um, we have a lot of expert fishermen that we work with as our as our office. Sure. And um, you know, some of them uh, like uh, Bill Dance, who's very well known in the fishing world. Right? He's a famous famous fisherman. Has his own TV show. He he loves it here. He comes here all the time. Um, so we you know we work with a lot of these very well known fishermen who've, who've fished on the tour in the past, but. 
it's it's for everyone. I mean, people bring their boats here uh, from all over the country, and there's lots of facilities where you can park your boats. Lots of facilities where you can where you can put in where you, you know we have ramps all up and down yeah, the county. Um, it's very well easy. Too. It's very yeah. It's very easy to find areas to 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 put in uh, wherever you are. And uh, you know, I just the fishing has really blown up here. It's become a a, a big thing that people really come here for. I was at the port the other day when the fish boats came in with oh, everybody yeah. on there and they had their, they had their massive fish that they, that they had caught and uh, many, and they hang them on a rack I, so I that you could see that. it and they take yeah. their picture. Unbelievable. And then the big crowd that comes around it, cause everyone's like, what kind of fish is that? What is that? Right. And many of the people will take the fish and, and the restaurants will cook it for them, that right. That's which amazing. is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's a wonderful opportunity. We talked about this and I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but also a, a something here that you can't get anywhere else. When I actually have been fishing on the waters here in the river lagoon during a rocket launch. Oh, wow. So how cool is that? Yeah. While, while you're just out there doing, you know, fishing and all of a sudden here comes a rocket going off. Yet again, another thing you can't find anywhere else. So that's such awesome. a local experience it to really say, to do that, right? Because I mean, you know, we those of us that grew up here with the shuttle program. Uh, I, that's when I was growing up in uh, high school and junior college and college. That's you know that shuttle program was was happening, and and uh, you know we would just it, it was just always this amazing experience. And then after the shuttle program ended, a lot of people. F- you know, didn't realize that there was still a lot of rocket activity because there was a lot of satellites launching. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're back to human space flights. So, I mean, literally, there could be any given week, there'll be rockets going up. And eventually, yeah. they're talking about a, a launch a week. And there's been a couple that have happened, like, in the same week. But uh, eventually, they're going to get to the point where they're launching basically a rocket a week. So if you come here on vacation, you're pretty well going to see a rocket. That's and, great. And, and, and when you're a local, it's kind of funny because sometimes you forget that there's a rocket going off because you're just so used to it. And you're just driving along, and then all of a sudden you look up and go, oh, wow, there goes a rocket, yeah. you know, or, your or you're on fishing or whatever. Yeah, or your house <laughs> like, starts shaking. Like, okay, I know it's not an earthquake. It must be a rocket launch. Yeah, the dogs start barking, <laughs> yeah, and, you know, yeah. but it's a, it's I know a it, it's, didn't, it didn't work out because one of the, one of the uh, flights got scrubbed. But in fact, there was two flights scheduled within six hours of each other. Oh, right. It was supposed to be the one at three o'clock in the morning and then the one at nine, like the same day. You we've, know, got, we've got a Mar- uh, Mars launch coming up. Pretty yeah, soon. the Mars rover uh, 2020. The Mars rover 2020 is um, July is what they're targeting. Yeah. So I think that's going to happen. And, uh, you know, I've heard that Demo 2, which is the, the second um, return to human space flight, which will be a, an active mission, um, is going to be happening. It could be third quarter. I, they're, they're, they haven't given a date yet, but it could be happening in the third quarter. So sometime between, you know, maybe July, August, September, probably, probably closer to September. Um, and then that's going to become a regular, you know, it'll become a regular part of, of all the launch schedule. Uh, and then you have, you know, I mean, you just have so many, you've got SpaceX doing the Starlink program, which is all the satellites uh, they're sending into low Earth orbit to try to create a network of, of uh, Internet access for the world. Um, you've got the United Launch Alliance doing their program. Mm-hmm. And then down the road, Blue Origin, which is um, Jeff Bezos' company, is uh, talking about uh, space tourism. Yeah. Wouldn't uh, that be cool? Yeah. You can take a ride on a, on a wow. spaceship. What are you and, doing tonight? Oh, yeah. I'm going to go to space. Yeah. And they're already taking reservations for it. I know people yeah. have already put their name in. Yeah. And their money down, I'm sure. Well, you know, it's not a cheap date, but if you've got the money, why, you know, why, why not? not? Yeah. Talk about an experience that you couldn't get anywhere else. I don't know. Would you do it? 
Yeah, I'd have to. I would yeah. let Pete go first and tell me how it went. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> but absolutely. I mean, that's that 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 that's unique, right? Uh, yeah, I, I think the the whole space program it's it's neat like that they're going up so often now too. You know, even even if you're local here and you've seen it, you you have to go outside. But if, not if only you, that, this Mars one that's going oh, has yeah. the drone. Right. So can <laughs> you imagine what that's going to look like when we see and to see the yeah, pictures absolutely. of yeah how, it's how gonna clear be, it's going to yeah. be and now that's a man launch, isn't it? No, the one from no that no that's not a man. No, it's a drone. Yeah, they're a sending drone. a rover and a drone so that we right. can get pictures and, and they're going to try to find out information, you know, if, about has there possibly been habitation, you know, yeah. on the planet and right. Talk about a game changer, you know, right. if they find something that's been up there. That's, but even just having, cool. that's, that's going to cool. bring a lot of people in. I mean, oh, people absolutely. are going to want to see that as well. I mean, there's a lot of science buffs around the world and they, they all come here. And of course, you've got the Kennedy Space Center Visitor Complex, which we haven't even talked about yet. We'll talk about that. I mean, you know, that brings literally tens and, and hundreds of thousands of people into the area um, where you can get up close to some of these rockets. You can get up the, close to an Apollo. You can get... Um, up close to uh, shuttle, the shuttle Atlantis. That um, exhibit, Atlantis, is amazing. That, that's probably the coolest museum exhibit I've ever seen in the world. I've been all yeah. over the world, and I've sure. seen a lot of museums, but when you walk into that building and there's a space shuttle suspended from the ceiling, uh, you know... With, with the, with the Canadian yeah. uh, arm, arm, you know, yeah. electronic arm extended and the shuttle bay doors open. Uh, there's nothing like that. <laughs> no, just, you, you become so patriotic and you think about what, what our country went through and what it took for us to, to make that happen. And, right. and it really it's chilling. I mean, yeah. even even now, you know, we had uh, Howard Schwartz from um, Kennedy Space Center Visitor Conference right. on last week. OK, we we're talking about that. And it, it, it really is such an incredible you you really do. you become very very patriotic and proud. Yeah, the I, presentation absolutely. of it as well. You know, right before you get in there, we all know, had it sort of sets it up, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? It, really yeah. it gives you chills. It's yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah. we so didn't cool. give it away. We just built it up really good. Good, you know, good, good. because we just it's really important. I mean, even if you know that. a little bit about it, just the experience when you go in and you experience it and you hear the sounds and you you know you watch the film that they present and then all of a sudden the big reveal. Uh, it, you, you can't help but get. Um, get chills and you know and where else can you go and have lunch with an astronaut I mean I've done that but I don't know if you guys have done that before but I've gotten I've been very fortunate I've gotten to meet quite a few of the astronauts I know Bonnie you probably have too and they're just such interesting people I mean they just they're, they're first of all they're brilliant uh, second of all they're courageous I mean they've got more courage than you can imagine because you know who's going to Sit, want to <laughs> yeah. sit on top of a, uh, yeah. a basically a giant explosive device, right. yeah. you know, and get well, blasted into way. the, you know. Yeah. But uh, I'm afraid of a little bottle rocket on the Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. but you know, they each have their own story to tell, they which do. is what's fascinating because they may look at it differently. Some some are very poetic. Yep. Some are very artistic about it. Um, some are musically inclined with it. So right. when you hear their different stories, it's really one-on-one, and um, it's, a, it's a good experience. And of all, the, all of them that I've met or heard talk, they all have the same take on what it means for mankind to be in space. And I think that's a really interesting perspective, especially nowadays where the whole world is going through you know, this craziness. Um, we're all one people, mankind, you know, we're all the same species, right? So, I mean, it doesn't matter, you know, what color our skin is, what our religion is, who we are. When you're in space and you look down at the world, it's a, it's a sort of a sobering (laughs) experience. They all say, because it's like, you know, 
we're looking at it from the same perspective. And I remember one astronaut talking about um, they were on the ISS with uh, a Russian um, and a couple of other uh, people from different countries. And as they were passing over, as they were going through their orbit and they were passing over each of their homelands, they would each talk about it and they could wow. each see it, you Sweet. know, uh, happening below them. And, and it, you know, he said, it's like, uh, you sort of realize that we're small. You know, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, we're very small and we're all in, the, we're all in this planet together on this crazy experience together. And uh, I just think it means a lot for us to work internationally and work, you know, cohesively together. Of course, I'm very patriotic when 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 I can say American uh, spaceship with Americans on it launching from American yeah. soil, that makes you feel good. But it also, I think, it's a more global experience, and I think anybody coming here can kind of share that. Um, and a lot of the stories that they tell at the Space Center uh, Visitor Complex kind of kind of share that. Um, but you know, there's just so much uh, out there to do. Um, but I, I highly encourage, you know, try to time your visit if you can, you know, uh, try to see a launch out there. Um, there's a lot of good places to watch it that don't cost anything, but then you can also get on base, uh, and, and get onto the space center and watch, uh, uh, watch it pretty close up. Uh, and it's not, I don't think it's really that expensive to do. I know right now, um, the Kennedy Space Center has a twenty nine ninety nine. I think Harold Howard probably talked about it, right? Yeah. It's like twenty nine ninety nine. You can come and visit because not everything's completely open yet. Uh, but then you can come back for free right. between. Yeah, uh, uh, I think next year, anytime yep. next year, you can come back. So that's a great. That's a great deal. Yeah, it is. That's uh, especially with the timing of what everybody's been going through um, with with COVID. It's a great way to come into the port the, the park affordably, and like you said, you can come back next year, which is. I mean, that's exciting. So it it's a great opportunity. You know, um, special events. People I know go online. They look to see, plan their vacation, too, around special events. And I know things are changing because yes. of what is happening. But we do have a very special event coming up with the Junior Olympics. Oh, so, well, let me, yeah, let me talk about that. I mean, that, that was an amazing opportunity. Um, the AAU, Amateur Athletic Union, um, is it's an organization that's been around since the late 1800s running uh, amateur athletic events. They've run the Junior Olympics uh, for, I think, since uh, 1965 it's been going on. Um, it was held here in the 90s, um, but it hasn't been here in a very, very long time. And the reason is it's a very expensive production to put on, and the cities that, that host it – uh, it's actually like a million dollar bid fee to even get on the list to to pitch for this. Um, well, it was going to be in Norfolk, Virginia this year, and because of everything going on, they said, you know what, we don't we don't want to do it. We don't want to host it here. So the AAU had to scramble and find a venue, and so they actually came to us. They came to uh, uh, the county commission, um, the tourist development office, and the school board and said, would you guys partner with us and try to make this happen? And we said, you know what? We would love to try. Let's let's see what happens. So we didn't know what was going to, you know, we didn't know where we were in the land. And there were a couple of other venues that they were looking at. Um, but we went to the county commission. The county commission was very supportive. We, uh, we uh, allocated some funding for it. Um, the school board has agreed to host a lot of the venues for, for their uh, track and field and some of their indoor events and their gymnasiums. Um, our parks department at the county is going to uh, donate uh, a number of fields like soccer fields and, and places like that. 
And uh, so the community just came together and they you said, you know what, you guys have embraced us. We're going to hold it here. Um, about a week or so ago, the governor came and yeah. gave us the formal proclamation. I've got that. Uh, I should have brought it, but I've got it in a in a um, in a in a nice frame. Cool. Uh, but, you know, it, we are officially going to be the host. and That's going to happen in late July, early August. Anybody that has a student athlete, it's 18 and under. So anybody's got a student athlete out there um, that that has an interest, go online, um, go to the it's the AAU website that they will have the information on how to get involved. But um, one of the re- one of the things that's different this year is they're not going to have any qualifying. So if you're a student athlete and you have never had the opportunity to potentially participate in something this large, you can now you can now participate. What and an it, opportunity! It, it's is. a huge opportunity. I mean, think about it. If you're if you're a runner and you've run track and field, but you've never had the chance to get up to a national level of competition, mm-hmm. here's your chance. And by the way, they're also rolling in the Sunshine State Games. The Florida um, Sports Foundation runs the the Sunshine Games every year. They're going to combine those two because they were looking for a venue as well. So if you're a Florida resident, it's even better because you could you can participate. And if you run a race and you're the top Florida uh, participant, you'll get a gold medal in the Sunshine State Games, oh, wow. uh, as well as being able to participate in the in the Junior Olympics. Now, can, when visitors are here, can they actually go and attend this and, and Absolutely. watch? Yeah, they're going to... Um, they're going to have, you know, uh, all, all most of these sports are spectator sports. They're going to make sure that they're doing social distancing. They're going to require masks. They're going to follow all the CDC guidelines. They want to be safe. Um, they're, they're going to be testing the athletes, making sure that they don't have a temperature or anything like that before mm-hmm. they compete. So they're following all the guidelines that that they've been coming out. But if you're a, a sports fan and you like you know, track and field or, or um, karate and taekwondo, mm-hmm. um, uh, they're going to be doing – um, seven on seven football, uh, soccer. Um, you know they haven't even li- they haven't told me all the all the sports yet because they're still trying to work work through all of that. But there's probably going to be twelve to fifteen different sports. Uh, swimming is another one that, that they're going to do, and they're baseball? looking at uh, they're looking at baseball and softball. They haven't announced that one yet. Um, also, the uh, on basketball, they were going to be doing the World Championship eleven and under basketball um, tournament in Orlando. Well, what happened was the NBA announced that they're going to they're going to be taking over the Wide World of Sports at Disney. Uh, to play, you know, they're going to play a short season and then they're going to play the playoffs and they didn't want anybody else out there while they were out there. So they displaced uh, the 11 and under world championships. They're going to be coming here. Wow. So if you want to wow. see some cool basketball with, with a, a bunch of kids running around, that's a, it's, that'll be a lot of fun. And guys, you do, you do want to go to that because at, at the TDC meeting, when Rusty Buchanan got up there and spoke, you know, he's been with the AAU for a long time. He mentioned that when the last time AAU basketball was in our area, LeBron James played here. So the people that you're going to get to see at these Junior Olympics are going to be future major stars. Yeah. So this is your chance to see some people before they... And, and a lot of the NBA stars have their own kids' teams of because course. either their kids play or, or, what, or they just like to coach. Um, so you might, you might actually, especially with the NBA being over in Orlando, you might actually see a few NBA players hanging out over there. So that'd be kind of cool. And so if a visitor wants to come in and wants to stay, do, is there a special number like to get rooms? Like, is there a room... 
that there, you guys there like isn't yet. That's work. gonna that's gonna be coming out. Um, they're working right now on getting all the hotels on board. I mean, it's all of this has come together very very quickly. It just got announced, so now they're scrambling to figure out. Okay, what are all the sports? That'll happen probably by next week. They'll they'll start locking that down. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks they'll have room information. But you know you can stay anywhere because I mean the, they're gonna spread the spread sports out. all throughout the county. So you can you know stay at the beach or stay wherever you want to stay, and then go on the website and you can see when. The the sports are going to actually happen, but it's the last week of July, first week of August is is what they're targeting, and so that's the time frame. And the other great thing too about your website too is that you can go on the website, you can actually hit the hotels, and you can go to individual hotels and get their rates and absolutely and what they're looking for. You can so even that, book on there if you want. Yeah, they, they, we have all the hotels up and uh, all of their rate information. That's and, great. Yeah. That's great. I do want to give you guys some credit on on your flexibility <laughs> because this was presented. Kind of last, you know, not last minute, but, you know. It was. Quickly. It was last minute. No, it was last minute. Yeah. <laughs> go Thank for you. it. <laughs> there you go. It, it was presented last minute. You were able to grab it, embrace it, and, and get it get it done very quickly. Yeah, I mean, I think from the time that I had the first meeting with uh, with Rusty Buchanan at yep. the AAU and, uh, and the other players out there, Commissioner Lober was involved, Matt Susan from the school board, Giles uh, Malone, who's our TDC chair. Yeah. Um, it was probably two and a half weeks from then to the time that we we pretty much knew we were going to get it. And then the governor came like a few days after that. So, yeah, within three weeks, it all came together. And now it's only been a week since it was announced. They've got so much work to do. But it's really cool because the way the AAU is structured, every sport has a committee. And these people are from all over the country. So they're all coming here and they're all looking at the venues. They're all starting to put their draw sheets together and their plans together. So it's happening. It's just, you know, uh, there's probably, you know, several hundred people involved that, you know, I haven't even met yet. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's a very cool thing. I mean, when you think about, I've, uh, I don't know if anybody's attended a, a real Olympics before. I've been to uh, uh, two Olympics before, one in LA in 84, and then I went to the 96 games in, in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta in 96. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and that's just a, it's such a special experience to watch all these great athletes come together and, um, you know, just what it means for them. And now I think about the Junior Olympics and these kids yep. who weren't, frankly, they weren't going to get to compete. They weren't going to have an Olympics this year. And, you know, how sad for them. I mean, they were going to miss a whole year of, of competition. And now they get to. And you see what it means to them. I mean, uh, you know, Rusty talks about this. And I, and I believe it because I'm, I'm a former athlete. I played in uh, high school and college. And I played in my, my younger years. I played a lot of tennis. And I did karate. I did, I did a lot of different sports, basketball. And so I know what it means to compete and, and to work together as a team. And the, and the lessons that you learn from sports are the lessons that make you who you are in your lifetime. And they, they create better human beings because you learn discipline, you learn teamwork, you learn how to, how to work together through adversity. Respect. Um, you, you learn respect. You have to learn the rules. You have yep. to follow the rules. You know, it, it's just, it's an amazing uh, series of lessons for kids. And so now to watch all of them come here, thousands, literally thousands of these kids getting to come here and compete, uh, it's very, very exciting from that point of view. This uh, is yeah. fantastic. I'm super excited about it. I just think that watching, it's cool. Like I watch the Little League World Series when it's on, and these kids are, you know, 12 to 14 years old, and they're playing baseball at a level that's, you know, 
I, I can't do it. You know, yeah. I, I can't play like that. And it's just really cool to see how, how well these kids do. And it's going to be awesome to watch them in our hometown. It's going to be you know. great. And we have Rusty Buchanan coming next week to oh, talk and fantastic. give us some, give us some update. Um, because yeah, he's an amazing guy. He's been around, you know, he's been around this business for 40 plus years. So He's he knows a lot about sports. Yes, that's for he sure. Does. So and it's be- gonna and well, the interesting thing is, I mean, I know we have to wrap this up because we have to have to bring you back because there's absolutely so much part, more. Part two. There's so much more to talk about. There is. It's, it's incredible. I've been sitting here listening, and I'm thinking all the stuff that we've covered, and we have so yet to cover even much more. And what's great too is the energy, Peter. You've got a great energy Thank and you. a passion and which is what we all have to have when you, when tour is that's what it's about. Absolutely. And, we, and I, I love this place. I mean, I love I love Brevard. I mean, I went to high school here, went to junior college here. My my mom still lives here. She's a she great. she was a school teacher. She retired school teacher with Brevard County Schools. Wow. Um, you know, I lived on the beach for 10 years while I was uh, working in Orlando, commuting back and forth because I wanted to live here. And now I get to do the greatest job in the world, talk about what a wonderful place we have to, to uh, visit. And, uh, and I just get to do all the fun things that we just talked about and then some. So, boy, how lucky am I? It, it really is amazing. You know, <laughs> well, like, we're, we're lucky. We're lucky that we have you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's good for the whole area. And again, there's just so much to do here. Um, you know, which is kudos to your team and everybody over there to to present to the outsiders and, and to the visitors coming to the area that, hey, look, we have awesome beaches. We're having cool events come to town. Um, you know, everything that's good. So we, we do thank you for coming out. Today Absolutely. And, and you mentioned it. I just want a quick shout out to my team because yeah. uh, there's 12 of us in the office now. And, um, you know, every one of them. We worked from home for about seven weeks, wow. uh, but everybody plugged in. We had our laptops. We had our everybody had their home offices set up. We were we were still work busy at work trying to figure out you know what was next. Where were we going to go? How are we going to get our back to marketing? And now we're all back and been back in the office for a few weeks now, and we just hit the ground running. And we've got this great campaign launching for the summer. Um, you know, it's it's just so exciting. But uh, you know, we're. We're a great team over there. I mean, I love my team. They, they've really gelled together. I think through adversity, sometimes that builds, you know, character, if you will, and it builds good cohesiveness with, with teamwork. So, uh, show, so kudos to, to all of them. Well, we'll bring back, you back, back after all thing. that. After all, <laughs> yeah. after all the big sporting events, right. after all this has died down, so Anytime. to speak, we'll bring you back and then go over because, you know, tourism is great for the economy. We know what's going to be building up. And so right. we'll just look forward to some future special events that we have coming up. Perfect. So again, we want to thank you so much, Peter, for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you. All right. Thank you, everybody. And once again, joining us next week will be Rusty Buchanan. He will be talking about the Junior Olympics that are coming to our area and his history in sports in the town. And we're looking forward to having him. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next week. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to the 321 Liftoff Podcast. I'm Promo Pete. And thank you again, Bonnie King. We had a great episode. Be sure to check us out every week. And if you want more information, visit SpaceCoastFunGuide.com or BuildingCommunications.com for everything that we're doing in the area. You can also check out our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash SpaceCoastFunGuide for all the entertaining things to do in our area. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, take care.